to Macrass, and we are in our 19th year of marriage. And while we certainly don't know it all and we're still learning, there's a few things that we figured out along the way. This podcast is all about helping families go further. So each week we're going to focus on four ideas centered around one important topic. These ideas have helped us improve and we want to share them with you. And today's topic is about managing expectations. Yep, and this is a great one because we all have expectations in life, right? I mean, right now, we are heading towards the SEC Championship for Georgia football, and I am so excited, right? I have such high expectations that they are going to beat Auburn, and that we are going to make it into the Final Four, and that we're going to be a national championship later. And we have later. been waiting for this for so long. Oh, for long. so long. But season after season. <laughs> yes. But then what happens when your expectations come crashing down? Because well, that may happen. You know, that's right. What's going to happen? Because Auburn is looking pretty good. I don't know. By the time we release this podcast, the game will probably be over. And we'll probably already know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So everybody will be listening to this going. we can just go back and delete this or yeah, edit it to no. what we need to say. Well, yeah. <laughs> and we all have expectations about a lot of things in life, right? Right. Like, what? I have expectations that one day the girls are going to learn how to do their own laundry. Oh, and that's not going to happen. No, that's, no way. That's Why would they do it when we do it for them? We should do a podcast on we responsibility. Do, yes. I think I've said that before. And maybe... I know I've said that before. Somebody could teach us how to teach <laughs> a podcast on that. That would be awesome. Someone could teach me how to be responsible. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. But oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we all have expectations in life. And when we got married, especially, and when we started having kids, we had... We, we not only had... a expectations but we had high expectations of what life would be like i mean i thought when we got married you know everything was gonna be smooth sailing everything was gonna be great and then we would have sex every night okay (laughs) maybe i I take that back our next podcast should be on (laughs) disappointment (laughs) how to handle disappointment that was, ooh, burn. Abby would say burn. Oh, that was good. Yeah. But seriously, I really think that we both thought that it would be easier. Different. Yeah, different, easier. easier. Yeah, and just, you know, um, when we got married, though, we kind of really kind of rushed into it so quickly because we were so excited. Well, you know, you always hear you have that year, like that honeymoon phase somehow. Yeah. Well, I don't think we had that. Really? I, I think we just... <laughs> I mean, I think we hit that first year was hard, yeah. and then we just kind of just ran right into it. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always say that. That's like my my tagline for yeah. our marriage. The first year was well. The first year was hard for us because you still had a semester to finish at Georgia. Um, we had just moved. We had just started living together. We took a church, um, took a position in church. So a lot well, was you happening. Took a in church. Yeah. yeah, a lot was happening at a very short period of time, and. We had no money. Yeah, and when you say, like, I was still finishing the semester at UGA, we had actually moved to Cordell, which was two and a half hours, so commuting back and forth. Yeah, commuting that, that first semester, yeah, that first six months of marriage. What in the world were we thinking? I don't know. But I remember we were so poor, yeah. we were so broke, that we would sit in the den just waiting to see if family would call us and invite us for dinner. You and know? by family, we mean my mom. <laughs> Are they going to call? She's going to listen to the podcast. Mama, please call <laughs> And then when, if she didn't, for whatever reason, not, I mean, just whatever, they had lives too, we were like, oh, back to peanut butter and jellies again. Okay, but honestly, sometimes there's this 
big gap, what we're trying to say, in expectations and what really happens. And there's this great verse in Ephesians 3.20 that says this, Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we could ever think or ask. And so to me what this is, this is a good reminder because God is able to do so much more than we could ever think about, right? So maybe the best place to place a lot of expectation is on God because he doesn't disappoint, right? But when it comes to people, when it comes to relationships, sometimes we put so much pressure, we have so much expectation that it's easy to get disappointed, it's easy to get discouraged because no normal person can ever reach that level that I have in my head that needs to be, you know, reached, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe we don't feel like our expectations are really that high, but that my husband or my wife just keeps screwing up all the time, you know? I mean, truth is, you know, when you get down to it, everybody's messy. Everybody's... Like, literally. Or <laughs> literally, like, look at our room right now. <laughs> just season. No, you actually... The house looked amazing when I walked in today. Thank just you. FYI. Oh, so I forgot to say that. Sweet. That's like words of encouragement. It smelled it's like you nice. To our podcast. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but truth is, everybody's messy. We're all messy. Everybody's difficult. I am so difficult a lot of the times. You can hear our dogs in the background. And it's hard to live into those expectations. So here's what we're going to do we're going to jump in, and here's what we've learned when it comes to managing those expectations that we have for family marriage, just life in general. All right, so managing expectations, point one, when your family isn't who you thought they were going to be. Yes. Meaning, like, your family isn't who I, I thought they were going to be. Yes. Or my family isn't who you thought they I'm were going to be. I'm talking about the in-laws. The we in-laws. talked about how we were going to talk about talking in-laws. about the in-laws, yes. yes. And I think, like, and for us, we dated for so long. So, I mean, we kind of knew. We kind of knew what we were getting family-wise. We yes. Yeah. But... We were both so, like our family backgrounds, I guess, were so both so different that getting into marriage, and it was maybe not exactly what we had expected. Yeah. So, like, I had grown up in a small town, same place, my whole life. Our family celebrates, gets together any opportunity we can. Every opportunity. I mean. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But uh But I love that about us. Yes. Your family, however, we is more see- scattered across the nation. Yeah. Right? All over the place. All over. My, yeah. my family is mostly Yankees. Mostly Yankees. Yeah. Except for your parents moved except, down here. Uh-huh. I think you have some family down south now. We got some family down south. Like, yeah, but we got a I lot. Your cousins that you're like. Yeah, and we <laughs> actually, actually have family I don't even know because I'm like they'll post something on Facebook and I'm like, hold up, they got my last name. Yeah. So I should, and I'm like Shannon, who is this? And I usually know them because yeah. I like. <laughs> That's how I grew I don't up. Even you know, know who your cousins are. <laughs> just, I don't know who this just person is. Even make sense to me. Why is this person talking about me? So, when we got married, we were kind of approaching situations differently. Yeah. Like, because you you had family that always wanted to be there all the time, and I just wasn't used to that. Yeah. I mean, we didn't travel everywhere for everything. I mean, like so and so just lost their tooth. We got to get together. Of course you get together for and that. And you celebrate. And you have that, cake and yes, ice cream. Yes, that the tooth fairy finally came for so-and-so, right? So that's, yeah, so that was different. So our expectations were different when Expe- it came to our in-laws. Okay, so here's a good exercise I do in premarital counseling to help the, the couple get ready for extended family expectations. So here's two questions. What did your family do well? And what didn't they do well? Can I say that? Mm-hmm. 
What didn't they do well? Learn from the past family experiences. So look back and say what was good and what wasn't. What worked? Um, this is really good to think about because sometimes we grew up in a household that did a few things that honestly, when you look back on, maybe they weren't the best. I mean, my family, your family, everybody's family, right? And like it or not, we're a product of our families that we were raised in, and we're going to take some of those things into our future marriage, right? Or we're still living those things out in our marriage today. So it's good to look back and realize, maybe these things that I grew up with in my family of origin, maybe they weren't so great. So in my expectations for my future marriage, if I'm getting married to somebody, or in the marriage that I have right now, in my future expectations... Maybe we can both be on the same page. I'll share this with you. You know, this didn't work so well in my past family experience, so I don't really want this to play out. Yes. Or this worked great, and this is... Right, and so that's the other thing. What went well? What, what was really good about it? So looking back over the fa- past family experiences and go, this was really great, and this is something that I want to hold on to. Kind of like you've already shared this with me, like how much your family gets together. You're like, that is such an important part of who I am, and I want that to be important for my girls. Right. And so this is something good in my past that my family did well, and we're going to keep this And I haven't going. even said that between us before. Like, I hope that when the girls are older, yes. they, they realize see how, how important this is, and they want to continue making that effort to make family together so important. Like, Absolutely. I think that's great. So number one, expectations of extended family. What was great? What wasn't? You know, I talked through that. All right, number two, managing expectations when my marriage and family life isn't what I thought that it would be, okay? When I realize that maybe I have rose-colored glasses on. Do you know what that means? What does that mean? You don't know what that means? I say that all the time. (laughs) I love that you wear rose-colored glasses. You still do. Occasionally, you take them off. That's not a fun day. (laughs) Oh, man. So... When we got married, though, it was kind of like this idealistic mindset, right? You get yes. into marriage, and you're like, oh, my gosh, everything's going to be so great. They're going to be perfect. Yes. Nothing is ever, we're never going to argue. Everything's going to be just wonderful, and marriages fix everything. Um, that doesn't, you know, right? that isn't always the case. I mean, those are rose-colored glasses because right. marriage is difficult. Families are can be difficult. Yes. I remember two and a half years into our marriage, and I remember the day we lost Savannah. Do you remember that? I mean, like it was yesterday. <laughs> How many people listen to our podcast have probably lost a child? I bet everybody at least Surely. once yes. has they lost a admit child. It, but here we're just going to. Oh man, lay we're it just going to be honest. I just I remember I was taking a shower. Is that you gotta, yeah, too much this, info. No, you got to give it justice. Okay. You got to tell it. You right come right. running in while I'm in the shower, yelling. I can't find say. Now say is how so old. So technically, that means. I lost say because you were. <laughs> oh yeah, that's in the true. Shower. Sweet, I'm out of so, this. Yeah, not even. <laughs> mom fail. <laughs> mom fail. Hashtag mom fail. Anyway, um, spoiler alert: we did find her. <laughs> <laughs> She's still with us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How so, old was she? She was 18 months. She was 18 months old. Okay. Yes. So anyway, so I come running out of the shower. Throw it. I throw a towel on. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. And, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking somebody came into the house and took our child and left, right? Because right? I think I was just, like, running, screaming in circles that I could not find safe. Like, Obviously. I literally went crazy momentarily. Yeah. Like, I remember. Lost your mind. I lost my mind. Yes, which, you did. <laughs> which is awful to think that, that that's how I would handle. And since I thought that you had the house covered because you were running around <laughs> like a crazy woman, 
So I throw on a towel. I go running outside, and this just happened to be one of those beautiful. Here's the bad part: is I think you literally had to unlock the door to get out. <laughs> I probably did, and I run outside, and it's a beautiful spring day when everybody's outside, yes. which is just weird because yes. now that I think back, I mean, not everybody's not normally outside, but they were. So I'm running outside on a towel. I'm screaming, Savannah, looking for somebody that might have taken the child. I'm like Liam Neeson in Taken. I'm like, if you return my child, I won't kill you. (laughs) (laughs) That moment. You come, I'm outside yelling. You come out the front door and you just scream. (sighs) And then you run back inside. I can't even describe the insanity that I was feeling at the time or that we looked like yeah I'm sure okay so we gotta wrap this story up because i'm Sorry. just like taking a long time telling the story it's it's a it's a good one though. it's a good one so <laughs> i mean it's not a good story but it is a good story and then okay so pretty soon after you screamed ran back in time you found her she was yeah. behind the couch she, she crawled yeah, herself she just, behind the couch she was just she was sitting playing. back there like like we weren't even running around yeah. screaming her name like a crazy yeah person. you looked at her and she's like what's up yeah yeah no big deal i'm so, just right here Anyway, so she grabs her, comes outside. I found her, and I turned around to everybody outside. And I'm like, "Sorry for the freak show, folks. Yeah. Sorry for the circus, I'm y'all." Sure, just... they were all like, "This is not what we expected <laughs> from y'all yeah, that's when right. y'all moved in the neighborhood." Aren't you a preacher? <laughs> you should have your act together. Anyway, at that moment, it was like rip off those rose-colored glasses. Yes, this is real. Yes, this was weird. And this was hard, harder. It was than I really it was hard. Be. Yes, yeah. I mean you can't go through that kind of yeah. experience. It's not time. easy. Yeah, and you know what, marriage. We're 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 not gonna blow smoke or anything. Marriage isn't always easy. Raising kids isn't easy. And sometimes, honestly, when you get down to it, it's not always easy to love. It it it's not sometimes. And you, in fact. Always having an attitude of love can be difficult. So mm-hmm. here's what we would say, and I say this all the time. I'm like, there are some days where Shannon has to choose to love me because I can be difficult. And well, and I'm, I can be difficult to love too. I'm speaking. I mean, you just I'm told me that you. like yesterday, like I was being irritable. <laughs> I just feel like you're stressed out and being irritable all the time. So I had a feeling that was the same as saying you're being very difficult to love right now, but I'm choosing to love you anyway. <laughs> But here's what we would say when it comes to managing expectations. When we got those rose-colored glasses on, they get ripped off, and we realize that this is hard. You got to choose to love. Yes. You got to choose. You got to make you a choice. You know, one thing I remember is when we went through uh, marriage counseling with your dad. Oh my gosh, that's a whole nother podcast. I know, and I know what you remember from that. But what I remember <laughs> is he said that like marriage, like you go through these like the seven-year yeah, stretch, so, kind of like the baseball thing, I guess, uh-huh. after seven years. And he said that kind of repeats like every seven years. You kind of go through that do I really love this person? Who am I married to? Kind of, you know, so again, you know, we just have to be reminded that we do have to choose to love even when we're in those seasons of not meeting our expectations. Right. But when you choose to love, it's it's a choice that God honors. Um, We choose to love because love isn't just a feeling all the time. We choose to love because Jesus chose to love us, even though we're not perfect and he's our model. So when things aren't going so well and those rose-colored glasses just get ripped off, we got to be reminded that we made a commitment to God, we made a commitment to each other, that we're going to love no matter what. So, number one, expectations of extended family. Number two, expectations that everything is just going to be rosy and they're not. Mm -hmm. Number three, managing expectations when I begin to realize that we change over time. When I realize she isn't the same person I married or he's not the same person I married and we just kind of like, you know, I think 
I think this expectation got us by surprise because when we got married, we really thought we were a lot alike. Well, yeah, and we had been dating for like five years, so you would think we would have figured that out. Like, yeah, but we were so young, right? And immature, I mean, and immature. Like, yes. like I'm sure I was like trying to act like what I thought you yeah. acted like, and you were trying to show off and yeah. act like what I. So we were like, we both love tennis, crab legs. Everything's gonna be awesome, right? And I crab mean, legs. I mean, <laughs> that's right. Let's how can you not build our marriage around those things, right there, yeah. right? But then we got married, and like within a year's time, we were like, you are nothing like me i mean we are we, we are so different we are completely different. like so yeah. different every day every day i'm reminded we're so different <laughs> there, i mean there's just something every yeah. day there is real quick though there is one thing that's a scope personality profile that i make married couples uh, or that i make engaged couples take before they get married and it's not a test you know pass or fail it's just a personality profile that helps you understand how the other person's sick. And I wonder, I, you know, it would have been so cool to do that. I mean, we should. That, well, no, the two of us should have done that when we got I don't know, you might not have married me if we had done that, though. Cause well, you would have been like, now. You would have been like, you are crazy. I'm not marrying you. We're going to do it and post our results. Oh, we should do that. We should totally do that on Facebook. Anyway, so when it came to all these things, um, you know, we kind of changed a little mm-hmm. bit over time. Like, suddenly I wanted to save money. You know? For, yeah, that was suddenly, too. Like, yeah, and then you weren't as concerned about that as I was, yeah. and we're very different. You know, when it comes to social functions, we're, we're both social people, but I get more of a high off of being around other and people. And I'm totally fine just hanging out at the house, yeah. curl up with a good book. Yeah, so, you know, th- those are just a few things. But, all right. Sorry. Real quick, though, I would say like to say some, another expectation, too, like what you thought before marriage and this is a big one, so you may want to edit this out after I bring it Oh, up. gosh. What are you about it's to say? It's like when, before we were married, we talked about kids. And I had an expectation of having three kids. <laughs> I don't remember having that conversation. Having an expect- okay, well, it's a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that conversation happened in your mind. <laughs> anyway, it was an expectation of mine. So, again, going on when your expectations aren't Don't get met. met, yes. Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> We were like, we had two, and I'm like, I'm good. Done. So, what? when you begin to notice how much the other person might be different, maybe, here's what you can do, is notice how much you've changed also. Because we're always changing, and hopefully God is changing you in some ways to become more Christ-like. So, remember, we're constantly being shaped by the experiences in our lives, and your spouse may be feeling the same way about you. You may be saying, hey, they're changed, but man, they may be looking at you going, you're not the same person either. But what we got to realize is that hopefully we're both changing, but we're changing to become more Christ-like, but also that God uses those differences, right? What's amazing is that I've learned that where I'm weak, you're strong, mm-hmm. right? And where you're weak, mm-hmm. I'm strong. I don't know that you really have any weaknesses, though, do you? Oh, you're so sweet. I, really, sweet. I don't want to call them out on the podcast, but <laughs> just, yes, they're there. What's cool is that Eve was created as a suitable helper to Adam. She helped Adam, Adam helped her, and together they were better. So when they seem to be different than what you expected, remember that God can use those differences. For instance, I use money as an illustration. I like to save in general just for everything, and Shannon likes to make sure that we have a life right now, right? right. Like, that, that's, that's perfect. So, you know, it really kind of balances each other out, and we begin to see, again, those differences as strengths and not right. weaknesses. So, so important. hopefully we're both changing to become more Christ-like, differences are actually good number four managing expectations when my marriage isn't meeting my needs oh that's a big one oh this is a big one okay 
I certainly have needs in the marriage that may not be met. You may be feeling the same way. Everybody, you know, it's like, this is not what I expected because I thought you were going to do this for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we think that way, though, we're kind of holding this as a contract, like a marriage viewed as a contract. And what I mean by that is that contracts hold the other person accountable, right? right. So, it's like, if I sign a contract, it's like, you better do what I want you to do, or else I'm ripping up the contract, and we're I can done. get out. Right. I can get out of it, right? But what if we're looking at this the wrong way, uh-huh. right? It's not a contract, but a covenant. And a covenant is the same word that's used to describe God's commitment to us, okay? So a covenant is a promise to love no matter what, right? right. And Paul, that wrote a lot of the New Testament, says that if marriage is all about loving no matter what, then that means looking at it not for what you can do for me, but what can I do for you? And real quick, I want to jump in here because I was listening to a podcast the other day, and one of the I think it was one of the Focus on the Family Marriage podcast, and I may have shared this with you already, yeah. but the speaker actually was talking on marriage, and um, he said, which I thought was so profound, I actually wrote it down, and I should have like have it in front of me so I could read it. But so well, to I'm be prepared, trying. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except that I didn't bring it. So I'm going to just try to remember it. But anyway, he talked about about meeting expectations in marriage and that how so many times or most people go into marriage with the expectation that marriage is going to make you happy. So oh, like yeah. that's the goal of marriage is happiness. When actually God created marriage um, so that we can exemplify Christ's love. Right. And by doing that, when we choose to do that, then the result is happiness. Oh, that's good. Isn't that so wow. good? I was like, oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> and had I gone into marriage when I was in my 20s with that mindset, like that I'm not looking for somebody that's going to make me happy because that's not what, that's, that's not, not God's purpose. I mean, happiness is a result. It's a result. Right. But not the, but purpose, not the purpose or the goal. Right. Christ is always a purpose. Yes. So I just thought that was so good. And I think that kind of goes into what you were going to talk about, about serving your spouse. Yeah, so when they're not meeting your expectations, serve your spouse, right? Mm-hmm. You serve them. This is what it says in Ephesians 5. This this whole idea, you know, we don't like that word submission, that whole, but actually it's mutual submission. Mm-hmm. It's both of us submitting to you, submitting to me as I submit to Christ, right? And so it's right. this idea of us serving each other, right? So... Maybe instead of thinking today, what have they done for me lately? Maybe switch that around and ask, what have I done for them lately? Or what can I do for them today, right now? Because if you have that mindset, it'll change your marriage. Yes. It really will. So to recap, what happens when expectations aren't met? When it comes to the extended family, ask yourself what went well, what works, what doesn't. Maybe adjust those expectations a little bit. When it comes to those rose-colored glasses and things are harder than expected, sometimes I have to choose to love, okay? That's just how it is. When it comes to the differences between us, realize that God might actually use those differences to be a blessing. Then when it comes to my needs being met, nope, if you got that attitude, you'll never be happy, right? You, you got to turn that around to how am I meeting their needs? What can I do to serve them? So this is our last podcast of this season. <gasps> Yeah, that's it. We are done for this season. We've oh, had 12 so episodes so far, so we're going to we're going to shut it down for just a little while. We're okay. going to recoup and we are going to study and we're going to find out some great topics that we can come and deliver for season number 2. I'm excited. I'm excited too. This has been so much fun. Yeah.
And I think, uh, I'll just tell them this, I think that this has really helped our marriage being able to do this podcast. So, um, even if nobody is out there listening, we have had, and that's not true because there's a lot of people. I mean, we've, there's a lot of followers listening. I mean, it's, <laughs> this, get crazy. this thing is blowing up. <laughs> But even if it weren't, this thing has been great just for Shannon and I. So, hey, thanks for listening to season number one. Hey, you should still subscribe, though, right? So that when season two comes out, you'll know when. You'll know when. That's right. So make sure that you give us a rating and a review. And find us on social media on our Facebook page and Instagram page, Figuring Our Four. And always feel free to comment, leave a question, remark. We'd love to hear some feedback. So. Ooh, yeah. And we'd love to hear topics for season number two. Oh, what would, yeah. What would you like us to discuss? Yes, absolutely. Um, we'd That'll love be that. Fun. All right. We'll see you next time on Figuring Our Four. Wow. But I mean, we were so poor. We were like, so poor. thinking back on that. Yeah. It was, yeah. We were we were po because we couldn't afford the OR. No, that was lame. That was lame. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to that out. <laughs> okay. So number one. All right, let me talk here. Okay, you go for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs>